You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health, adult nurse practitioner, and hormone specialist. I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, mama, and nan of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network, an online women's health educational portal. And it is my passion and it is my mission, ladies, to help you as women optimize your health by teaching you how to become your number one self-care advocate through teaching you how you should look at your health and understand it through a non-judgmental and a not too sciencey way. All right, ladies, welcome back to another episode. And I hope that you had a very healthy and happy Memorial Day weekend. Hope you did barbecuing with your family or friends and you had some really quality off time. You know, when we get that extra day off during the week, isn't it a fun thing? Yes, absolutely. And you know, for me, I am just trying to soak up more family time in my schedule. I'm just finding that that's very, very important, especially now that I'm a Nana and that I also caretake my 90 year old mom. I try to spend as much time with her as possible because we never know when it's our last breath here on this earth. Correct. So you got to make today important. So I kind of just wanted to recap. Um, today I want to talk to you about four ways to increase your, Um, fulfillment chemicals in your brain, kind of going along with hormones, but also going along with our last themes that we've been talking about for several weeks. And that is talking about stress, talking about, you know, um, fulfillment and talking about our emotional health. They all kind of go hand in hand because May is mental health awareness month. So I wanted to wrap it up with one last topic that kind of combines a lot of those. We're talking about chemicals, we're talking about hormones, and we're talking about your brain, and we're talking about wellness. So if you didn't catch our previous episodes, 170 talks about five ways to combat stress easily. We talked about that last week, and that was, you know, some ways that stress shows up in our life in very different ways in disguise that we may not really realize that it's stress. So I gave you five ways that sh- that stress shows up in disguise in our life and then tips to do things about that. And then in episode 167, I talked to you about, I asked the question and brought up the question, what brings better health, happiness or fulfillment? And I kind of described, you know, where I like to look at it in terms of fulfillment, but we're so used to the word happiness. And even for me, you know, I've been trying to reprogram my brain to look at fulfillment as more important than happiness that sometimes, you know, even the word happiness just slips out because I'm, I'm still not used to in the habit of saying the word fulfillment in its place, but fulfillment is what we should be looking at because that's what brings our life joy. Okay. And we talked about that with the word happiness, a lot of times we're always chasing things in order to find happiness where fulfillment is what's happening in our life right here and now. So if you don't remember, or you didn't listen to that episode, go back to episode 167, because we're going to be talking about today, how to increase those fulfillment chemicals in our brain. And then back in episode 166, we talked about why your emotional health is important to your overall health. Because really ladies, We talked about in that episode, why the two of them are tied together. A lot of times we just think that our mental health or our emotional health is different than our physical health. When really in that episode, we talked about how they're tied together. The two of them go hand in hand because your mental health is going to play a big factor on your physical health and your physical health is going to play a big factor on your mental health. Okay. 
So sit back today and join me in this conversation about learning about four ways to increase our fulfillment chemicals in our brains. Okay. So we learned that, you know, we can control the amount of fulfillment that's in our lives. Okay. So we learned that, that we can control that from that episode, from episode 167. But a lot of times being unfulfilled seems to be the new norm. We talked about that as well. So many people these days have their faces stuck in their phones or in their computers or their workaholics that they've lost the ability to enjoy their lives. And this goes for a lot of women, okay? Because women tend to be those people that are doing so many multitasks each and every day, right? We're many things to many people and we've got so much going on that we tend to lose ourselves in the process of helping everybody else. All right. So that's why I'm talking to you about, you know, how to be your number one self-care advocate, how you have to be number one in your life. Because when you put the oxygen mask on yourself, like they tell you on flights and you fill your bank up and you keep yourself healthy, then you're able to be all those things to other people. And you'll start to be able to, you know, enjoy it more and you'll be able to find more fulfillment. Okay. So you may be asking Michelle, Hey, so how do I do that? Okay. Well, you make use of the chemicals, hormones, and the neurotransmitters in your brain. Okay. These natural substance ladies work together to help out with certain bodily processes. Their other function, they regulate your moods. These are your hormones in your brain. And remember I told you sometimes hormones can act as hormones and sometimes they can act as neurotransmitters. So in this case, we're kind of talking about neurotransmitters, but we're going to also kind of relay them as chemicals because they, they're, they're all in one same thing. So think about it. Chemicals, hormones, and neurotransmitters, they all can equal the same word. So when I'm interchanging those words, know that we're talking about the same thing. So you don't get confused. Okay. All right. These natural substances ladies work together to help out with certain bodily processes, like I said. And when you have a better understanding of how these chemicals work or these neurotransmitters or these hormones, like I'm saying interchangeably, you learn how to regulate and adjust them naturally. All right. Now, again, I'm going to start out by saying here at the beginning of this podcast episode, that if you have any depression or anxiety that lasts for any length of time and that is not resolving, then you need to seek out professional medical help. Go see your medical provider. The things that I'm talking about in today's episode are in no way, shape or form, you know, there to take the place of you seeking medical help, talking to your provider, talking to a therapist in place of medication. These are things that you can do in conjunction with that. And just today's episode is more about learning about these neurotransmitters and these chemicals that are working in your brain and different things that you can do to boost them in of its in of themselves and or if you are taking medication or if you're seeing a therapist or whatever you are doing to help yourself in these areas, okay? So today I wanted to share four ways to increase these fulfillment chemicals in your brain. Okay. So first of all, what are fulfillment chemicals? So our brain ladies stimulate certain glands to release dozens of different chemicals. They're sent out into your bloodstream and to get to where they need to go. So these chemicals, AKA hormones are involved in various bodily processes. There's a hormone for managing your digestion, your heart rate, 
and reproduction. And we talked about this in the episode way back when I was talking to you about your endocrine system. Okay. Basically anything your body does is regulated by one hormone or another. That's why hormones are so important because they affect every single thing that you do in your lives, ladies. And actually they do this for men too, but women just have to be much more hormonally in tune because we've got our hormone cycles, our period that goes up and down and hormones are much more finely tuned and regulated for women than they are necessarily for men because men don't have as many hormones in the, like as far as female production hormones, that is men have testosterone. They do make a little bit of estrogen and progesterone, but it's nothing like what women make. And because we have our cycles and they go up and they go down and we have a lot of things that can affect them. It can also affect our bodies and get us off of balance a lot easier than it can in a male's body. Okay. But males can have hormonal imbalances as well. So I just want to put that out there as too. Okay. So they also have the ability, ladies, these chemicals and these hormones to make us feel joy, sadness, hungry, or pumped up with energy. They're usually referred to as our feel good hormones or our fulfillment hormones hormones. Okay. Other words, AKA they used to say happy hormones, but now I'm replacing the word happy with fulfillment. So we're on the same page line. Okay. You got that? Happy is now fulfillment when you're, when I'm trying to talk about it with you. Okay. So these chemicals fluctuate throughout your day. This is why sometimes you may feel lethargic in mid afternoon, or you may be excited for an upcoming party or a special occasion that you may be attending. Okay. So we are going to talk about those four main fulfillment chemicals in our bodies. Okay. Then we're going to talk about how each one affects our moods. So those four fulfillment hormones are dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, and serotonin. All right. So now let's get into the ways that we can increase these fundament, these fulfillment chemicals. The great thing about these fulfillment chemicals, ladies, is we have power over them. We can either increase or decrease how much of them are released through the choices we make each day, right? Maybe you didn't know that. Let me repeat that again. We can either increase or decrease how much of these fundament, fun, fulfillment chemicals, I don't know why I'm saying fundamental, these fulfillment chemicals are released throughout our day based on the choices that we make. So let's explore how we can take full advantage of these natural fulfillment chemicals in our brains, okay? Number one is I want you to find time to exercise. And you know that I'm always going to bring back those core five fundamentals because as you know, I always try to relate those to different aspects in our body and show you why they're so important to not just one thing, but to a milieu of different things, right? So here we go. Exercising, as you know, has many health benefits. The most important benefit is that it can affect your emotional and mental well-being. We talked about that in episode 170. And we also talked that about in episode 166, why your emotional health is important to your overall health. Okay. Studies show that when you exercise for at least 20 minutes, your body releases endorphins. The science behind it is that they increase the sense of euphoria. So endorphins increase our feel goodness. Okay. If that's a word, feel goodness, but we're going to go with it. Have you ever heard of the runner's high, or you have friends who are runners and they talk to you about that runner's high, guess who's behind that? That's right, ladies. You guessed it. It's your endorphins. Endorphins are also popular among athletes because they can block pain signals. So when your endorphins are running really high, you tend to not feel pain. 
They do this by binding to opioid receptors in your central nervous system. As a result, your feeling of pain is considerably reduced. That's why sometimes endurance, endurance athletes can go on and on, even if they have some type of physical pain, because these endorphins are binding to those opioid receptors and opioid receptors is where your pain receptors. So it's binding to them and it's reducing the feelings of pain. So take full advantage of your natural mood stabilizers, exercise outdoors. You'll get some serotonin cursing through your veins in addition to these endorphins. Plus, working out with a group provides even more benefits than going it at alone, okay? If you can find some friends to exercise with, that would be amazing. Yet, if all your friends are busy, join a class and exercise with stranger. Who knows? You may end up striking up a conversation with one of them, which your brain will reward you for with a shot of oxytocin, okay? Number two, you may find this kind of interesting. Cook a meal with a loved one. In theory, ladies, preparing a meal and enjoying it with someone you love can activate all four of your fulfillment chemicals. Let's take it one feel-good hormone at a time. First off, there's the bonding and sharing special time with a loved one. All those feelings tell the brain it's time to produce some oxytocin, which is otherwise known as aka the love hormone. The great thing about oxytocin, ladies, is it doesn't specify what type of love. Your brain will, your brain will release it when you're with your partner or on a romantic night out, or when you're shaking hands with someone, or you're just spending time with your grandkids or anybody that you love. Now let's talk about endorphins and dopamine. These are released whenever you're eating something delicious. So when you have someone, so when you're having someone special to share that meal with, it just boosts your levels even more. Don't forget to laugh as well, because we know that studies show that laughter is truly the best medicine because it triggers endorphin release. Finally, there's serotonin. One way to get some in is by eating certain foods that restore your gut health, especially those that contain tryptophan. Tryptophan is an essential amino acid. It's vital for your health, but your body cannot make it. So you must find foods that contain this amino acid, which your body then can transform into serotonin. Okay. You can also take it in the form of 5-HTP because that's 5-hydroxytryptophan. Okay. There's different ways that you can get tryptophan. And you can also get tryptophan too by eating tuna. Tuna, it's, it's in some foods as well. So eating probiotic foods is also a terrific way to support healthy gut bacteria. By taking care of your microbiome, ladies, as we've talked about before, you can regulate your mental and emotional health because we've talked about it. Your gut is your second brain. It houses your neuro neurotransmitters just like your brain does. So here's the thing. Eat right, be happy. It's that simple. Fascinating, don't you think? I find all of this very, very fascinating. That's why I geek out on all this kind of stuff, okay? According to the Nutrition Source, which is part of the Harvard School of Public Health, in addition, to the, in addition to your family genes, in addition to environment and medication use, diet plays a large role in determining what kind of microbio, microbiota live in your colon, okay? So here are just a few of the foods that I recommend to help maintain a healthy gut microbiome. And some of them contain tryptophan as well. So it's a win-win. Oats, onions and garlic, legumes, all types of berries, citrus fruits, apples, beetroot, and mushrooms. Okay. Now I want to take a little side note here. Even though we're talking about foods, I want to talk about one supplement, one nutritional component that is really vital for health. 
and for your neurotransmitters, and that is vitamin C. Because vitamin C is essential for the production of certain neurotransmitters that influence your mood, like dopamine and norepinephrine, okay? A study that was published in the journal Antioxidant in 2018 found that people with high concentrations of vitamin C in their blood were more likely to have a better mood compared to those with lower plasma levels, okay, i.e. poor vitamin C status. Those who had sufficient levels of vitamin C were less likely to report feelings of sadness, anger, and confusion, okay? Vitamin C has a vital role in adrenal health and that HPA axis, and we talked about the HPA axis and the HPO axis in our last episode. The HPA axis is your hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, and vitamin C plays a big role in adrenal health. It, it plays a role in that it's your, it helps your body to regulate the stress hormone cortisol, okay? According to Amanda Holzer, MSRD, a dietitian at Colina Health, the adrenal glands, which are these small glands, ladies, as you know, that are attached to your kidneys that, ha- that make hormones that control heart rate, blood pressure, and other important bodily functions, okay? These adrenal glands have the highest concentration of vitamin C of all of your organs, Okay, so if an organ has a huge amount of concentration of a nutrient, then you know that nutrient must be very important to its health. Okay, the adrenal glands require a high amount of vitamin C in order to produce cortisol, aka your stress hormone. Holzer explains. So it stands to reason that during times of high or prolonged stress, aka times of high cortisol levels, the adrenal glands need more vitamin C. So a lot of us are, you know, don't have enough vitamin C. So you may have to, and I, and I always suggest that you do supplement with vitamin C. I take a vitamin C supplement every single day. I take it in powdered form and I drink it every day because not only does your adrenals need vitamin C, but your brain needs vitamin C too. And that's a topic for another day, but know that your brain also needs it. All right. The other thing that you can do is Number, I think, are we number under three? Where are we at here? I'm kind of losing my thought here. Give me a break. Oh, cook with food was number two. Okay, now, number three is enjoy the sunshine. According to research, again, spending about 10 to 15 minutes outdoors, ladies, works wonders for our moods. It can help stimulate the production of not one, but two of your fulfillment chemicals, endorphins and serotonin. Even if it's a bit cloudy out, take a few minutes to enjoy being outdoors. Getting a breath of fresh air as you walk around the block can do wonders for your mood. If it's sunny outside, then all the better. Just make sure you take your sunscreen along, okay? But do get outside for a small, short period of time without some sunscreen so that you can absorb that vitamin D. Otherwise, you're not going to be doing it. So let's look at the reasoning behind this, okay? The reason is when you're outside, your body absorbs vitamin D from the sun. And a new study that was conducted by Rhonda Patrick, PhD, and Bruce Amos, PhD, of Children's Hospital, Oakland Research Institute, demonstrates the impact that vitamin D may have on social behaviors. In this study, they associated it with autism spectrum disorder, but we can also apply it right here because Dr. Patrick and Dr. Amos show that serotonin, oxytocin, which we've just been talking about, and serotonin, and vasopressin, three brain hormones that affect social behavior, are all activated by vitamin D hormone, okay? In the study, they were talking about in relationship to autism because in people who are autistic, they see a lot, they see a decrease in serum vitamin D levels. But the study also, you know, expanded on and showed that 
your brain hormones need vitamin D in order to produce those hormones that we talked about, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine. It needs those things, okay? Vitamin D then activates the production of an enzyme called tryptophan hydroxylase 2. So remember I said I don't want to be too sciencey here, so let's just call it TPH2. So what this TPH2 does, ladies, in, simplest, in simplistic terms, is it converts the essential amino acid tryptophan to serotonin in your brain. So this suggests that adequate levels of vitamin D may be required to produce serotonin in the brain where it shapes the structure and wiring of your brain. And it acts as a neurotransmitter and affects social behavior. They also found evidence that the gene that makes the enzyme TPH1 is inhibited by vitamin D hormone, which subsequently halts the production of serotonin in the gut and other tissues when found in excess promotes inflammation. So vitamin D helps produce the good kind that converts the tryptophan, which is TPH2, which you want more of that, and it inhibits the bad one, TPH1. Okay, not too sciencey, I hope. Okay, hope you got that. So vitamin D is essential for the conversion of tryptophan to serotonin. How cool is that? And vitamin D is free. It's out in the sun. And if you don't get out in the sun much, and even if you do, because we wear so much sunscreen, it is vital that you supplement with vitamin D and get your vitamin D levels checked. Even if your insurance doesn't pay for it, pay for it out of, out of pocket, just to see where your vitamin D levels are. Because taking vitamin D, it is all, it is a pro growth hormone. Your body needs it as we just were talking about in so many different ways. Vitamin D is a vital process for mental, many bodily functions and organs need it. Okay. Not only that, but the natural light from the sun cues certain areas in our retinas to produce serotonin. Okay. So this phenomena may explain why some people suffer from seasonal affective disorder or SAD because in winter when the, the days are shorter and there's less sunlight. Okay. So getting out in the sun has many benefits. It increases vitamin D, vitamin D increases serotonin, and the sunlight can, can trigger our retina to produce more serotonin as well. Now, moving on, next one is get enough sleep. Everyone knows they need anywhere between seven to nine hours of sleep each night. And I've talked about that here on the podcast many times, ladies, so you know that. However, few people recognize the link between sleep and their hormones. So let's talk about it here. When you don't get enough sleep, your body craves it. You create an imbalance of chemicals in your body. Dopamine is especially affected and accordingly, you wreak havoc on your mood. You start suffering from mood swings, lethargy, and lack of focus. This flows onto your mental health and you begin spiraling towards feelings of depression and, and anxiety. Okay? It can even lead to really pronounced cases of depression. Not surprisingly, your physical health will start to suffer as well. Okay? So now we understand why our emotional health is important to our overall health as well. See all the connections between all the different podcast topics that we talk about? They all go hand in hand. So to prevent all this, ladies, all you have to do is get some good quality sleep. In just those few hours, it can really make a difference. Okay. First off, it can help you refine and to regain the balance of those fulfillment chemicals that you need to feel good. You'll also be able to manage stress better and improve your concentration skills. So let's give you a few tips and tricks that you can get back some of those invaluable hours of sleep each night. Number one, don't drink anything with caffeine for at least two hours before bedtime. 
Number two, avoid heavy meals several hours before going to bed because again, then your body's going to be digestion, not, you know, in restoration. Turn off all screens an hour before bedtime to signal your body and your brain and your eyes that it's time to wind down. Reduce the lighting and noise in your bedroom because that lighting and noise is going to constantly keep your brain wired to think that it's staying awake and it's not bedtime. Also, here's another one. Meditate for at least five minutes before going to bed to relax and reduce stress. Also, set up a schedule where you can go to bed and get up at the same time each and every day, even on weekends. All right. So I hope that you got some good knowledge from some of these tips today. So I just want to quickly recap what we talked about today. We talked about four ways that we can increase our fulfillment chemicals in our brain. Okay. We talked about what these fulfillment chemicals were. We talked about dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, and serotonin. And the four ways that we can increase these are through exercise, through cooking with a loved one. That was an unexpected, but fun one. We learned about the importance of getting outside into the sunshine. We also learned about the importance of food and that, um, what we eat and what, you know, what we drink is important there, especially the foods. We talked about certain ones. Those foods can be onions and garlic. These are prebiotic foods. Okay. And probiotic foods, because we want to heal our gut and our gut has to help with our microbiome. And we know that our gut is our second brain all goes hand in hand, right? Then again, we learned about the very important vitamin C, why it's important for our gut, why it's important for our adrenals. And we even learned on a side note that it can even be helpful for our brain. Okay. Then again, like I said, we learned about sunshine, why it's important to get out. We learned a very important vitamin D. Okay. That's another nutrient that we need. Hey, it's great. We need it. Go get some. We learned also last but not least why it's important to get sleep because sleep ladies, sleep is such an important thing. And so many of us busy women just don't get enough of it. All right. So we have to learn how to incorporate ways to help ourselves in all these different areas. So all of these things are going to increase those four fulfillment chemicals. And when you increase those four fulfillment chemicals, it is going to bring more enjoyment into your life and you're going to start seeing things in a very different way. So I want to recap again, just here at the end, those other three podcasts that all tie in episodes with this one. So you can kind of go back and listen to them all at once. And I might even make a playlist for this. Number 170, five ways to combat stress easily. Episode 167, what brings better health, happiness, or fulfillment. And then 166, why your emotional health is important to your overall health. And then today, of course, four ways to increase your fulfillment chemicals. So it rounds out Mental Health Awareness Month, which is May. So ladies, again, thank you so much. If you found anything in this episode very helpful, please leave me a message over on Instagram at Well Woman Network. We'd love that. Please come join our group at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. Hit me up, DM me over there. Also, you can DM me over on Instagram. Please leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. It really is important. Hit the share button, share this episode or any of those previous episodes with a girlfriend, have them listen to it, tell them what a great podcast you think this is and recommend us. We really truly could use your help with that. And 
Like I said, ratings and review are everything on iTunes. They're everything. They help this podcast move up so that we can be seen more on the iTunes and the Apple feed. Okay. So, Hey, what can you do? Right. All right, ladies, I just want to say thank you so much again. You know, I know that your listening time is valuable and I thank you for popping in your earbuds for this. If I can help you in any way, shape, or form, please let me know. Go over to our website, wellwomannetwork.com. Check out our freebies there. Join our VIP newsletter there. And again, you know what I always say. May God richly bless your week, and we'll talk to you next week, and bye for now.